Today's first episode is a big one for me. I've been so excited about launching this podcast and it's finally here. It's something my team and I have been working on for several months now. And I'm kicking it off with my good friend and visionary, Patty Ridlin. Patty is known for defying norms and believes that you can too, no matter what your age is. My name is Emmy Kirshner, and I'm a serial entrepreneur and investor who helps creative entrepreneurs double and triple their revenue. The one thing I get asked all the time is how do you achieve success in business and make an impact? In each episode of the Tribe of Leaders podcast, you'll hear from entrepreneurs and visionaries who share how their leadership has changed their lives and others. everybody, this is Emmy Kirshner and the Tribe of Leaders podcast. And today I am so amazingly super excited to have Patty Ridland with me. Patty is my friend and an absolute, true, diehard, amazing renegade. So I want to welcome you to the podcast, Patty. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Emmy. I'm so excited. Well, I can ditto and back at you everything that you <laughs> you because you know I love you and it's yes that we're friends and I love what you're doing in your business and I'm happy to be a part of it in any way I can well I'm so excited and it, we are friends and we've known each other for I don't know seemingly forever at this point yes, yes. we've hung out <laughs> a lot um, but one of the things that I love about you is that you are one not afraid to start over and two, that you really are on the forefront of something huge. So share with everybody a little bit about you being a renegade, your background, your story, because you have such an amazing journey. Thank you, yes. Okay, so yeah, I refer to myself as Renegade Patty, and I'm dedicated to, uh, to women particularly, but you know, and include, we let those men in now and then, uh, to be a, a renegade. And by a renegade, I mean to be passionate about what you do, about being productive, about not being afraid to take a risk, and to putting yourself out there. So how did I get here? Well, you know, I'm, uh, uh, Emmy knows I'm 73 years old and I'm proud of it. And uh, I have a couple, besides a uh, uh, particular cause I have is against ageism, where people think, you know, once you get to a certain age that you're gonna end up in the nursing home, you're not gonna do anything productive, you uh, people will tell you uh, you look good for your age doctors will say well you don't have to do that now because at your age it's really not worth it so all these negative statements that come out at us I'm really uh, into having a little rebellion hence the word renegade against those things happening and I have had a long career and I've, I've never been afraid to change so I was a teacher for 20 years and then I decided to move and go into corporate for 20 years and now I am being a renegade. Uh, I think more than 20 years though. <laughs> I'm planning on <laughs> 35 or something like that, you know, because the, stat, the statistics show us, all the stats are saying that people can will be living to 100. More and more people are living to 100. Right. So why not look at that as the, the third part of your life, right? So right. I'm into the third part of my life. Two-thirds yeah. On one third to rock and roll. Well, and you plan to live well past 100 at this point. 
125 I'm going for. I know, I love that. I thought 100 was a good goal. But <laughs> what I love about you, Patty, is that you are 73, but you have more energy than like an average 30-year-old. Like you can totally kick everybody's butt in just the daily energy game. So what is your secret with that? Well, number one, I think that um, eating right and you're taking care of your nutrition and exercising. So I was up at five this morning, pretty much every morning I'm up at five yeah. and I work out from at 545 uh, with my trainer for an hour. And then I will, I have, haven't, found a really good place to swim until recently so I'm signing up the January 1 I'll be swimming three times a week which I think is a great exercise but I, I the other thing is your mental attitude is key I think you have to not you know I know some people who are older and they're like well this is how it is I'm older I can't do that uh, you know I'm oh I'm, that's the excuse they give me I'm old I'm old and once you fall into that and if you let yourself believe that then that's who you're going to be and right. uh, my, my one niece uh, she says my brother's a year older and my his daughter says dad you think you're a hundred but you know they call me chuchi it's polish for aunt she said but chuchi thinks she's 25 and <laughs> i don't think i think i'm 25 but i i think that i have a lot of living to do yet and a lot of exciting things coming my way mm -hmm. and I always say to myself what's next what's the next thing I'm gonna do what's the next thing that's happening for me and I think that attitude makes such a difference in how you look at yourself and and how you feel and the energy level that you have right I, I totally agree and I, I mean I see it with a lot of my friends who are <clears throat> who are older excuse me and who you know they're like Oh, I, it's the same thing you said. I am older. I'm this. I'm that. It's like they're limiting themselves. And yeah. maybe they've limited themselves their whole life. But I think it really is that mindset piece. And not that you don't have maybe illness or you know something that comes along. Every, we all have bumps in the road. But I think there's a, like, I'm going to retire. I'm going to sit on the porch with the rocker and slow down. And your whole mission is that it's time to like kick it up a notch and like go do yeah. all the fun stuff and yeah. and enjoy life in a different way. Like take on a new project, take on a new challenge. And, and have, a, have another purpose in your life. And I like what you said about kick it up a notch because when I talk to people and they say, well, you have this energy and you're, you're physically in good shape, you really have to kick it up as far as your exercise and putting yourself out there. Yeah. Connecting with people is so key because many people who get older, you know, are on that rocker and they isolate themselves and they pretend that they can't learn new technology. They pretend that it's too difficult and they don't get it. That's all part of the mindset. And it's, it's that it's kicking up everything a notch and you're eating too. I mean, we all go through those periods where it's like, oh, you know, I'll have that dessert or something like that. But everything has to be. It's like, don't, re <laughs> don't relax about it. It just, it just like, get out there. And, and like you said, I love that expression. I might have to steal that. Kick go it up. Ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> everything has to get kicked up a notch. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, for me, it's like, it's just different pieces of your life. Yes. And you're really on the forefront of, 
of creating and changing the mindset, not only of people in your generation, but even, you know, people my age and younger too. You have such an opportunity. Yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead, interrupt away. Well, I was going to say, that's where it has to start. Because somebody said to me, well, you know, I, you know me, I love to speak. but And I speak to a lot of women's groups. But they say, oh, well, you want an older group of women. And I'm like, no, no, no. I want to reach people like your age, people who are younger, in their 20s, that they know right from the beginning you have to start exercising and keep at it and eat right and do different things and learn always be learning and the thing is i believe that you have to start then i've been going to the gym since i was in my 20s and not you know there are times where you know life comes in and you don't have the time to do it you know people close to you get ill or something you know causes that but Basically, I've been just going to the gym the whole time and swimming and you know, so so swimming I didn't start to swim until I was 62 oh, and that I used to swim, you know, in the ocean. I loved it. I loved the water. But my trainer, uh, she said to me, you know, you need to, oh no, the doctor said, you, you're sometimes you have to watch your knees and this and she said you should swim and I said well I I never learned the right way I'm great I can like splash around do the dog and she said they had this new thing and I was so excited I said tell me I'm there and she said it's called lessons (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome I did I roared I said oh you're so cute dog She's a woman, so she's cool. So I signed up for swimming lessons. That's awesome. And uh, the uh, trainer, my, it was the same trainer I had at the gym, and she said, you have such a nice stroke. And then she said, sign up for a sprint triathlon. I'm like, what? I never even did a 5K or anything. And she said, no, no, no. She said, you're a good swimmer. She said, that'll be your strength. And then it's, you know, biking. I could, so I did my first sprint triathlon with a non-speed bicycle with a basket. Basket? Oh my God, I love it. (laughs) That's awesome. And so I was pretty good after the swim, which is in the pool, and they're all splashing around me. And I'm like, oh my, because I was like swimming by myself for the lessons. And then I get on my basket. But the only good thing, well, one of the great things was as I rode along on my one speed or no speed bike with the basket with some flowers in the front there, uh, all the women were like cheering me on as I was saying, go girl or whatever. And then the the run was my weak part at the time. And so I was kind of like in the middle of the pack, but I came in, I finished fourth from the end and i didn't care i finished there were people behind me that dropped out or whatever but i finished i was hooked and so i've been doing a lot uh, over the years a lot more on my running so i could get that time better Mm -hmm. but uh anyway so 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 there when people tell me oh i'm too old and i'm like i took my swimming lessons and started doing sprint triathlons at 62. stop it I don't want to hear it. And what's like, that's really the big difference is that you're really open to new things, right? Like that's the mindset trick for somebody who's like, well, how do I get into, into like Patty's, you know, way of being? Yes. And it's, it's all, you have to make a choice. You can choose to sit on the, and you know, there's nothing wrong if you want to sit on the rocker. If you're, if you're choosing to do that, or you're taking like, you know, 15 minutes to sit on the rocker or an hour or so to read or whatever. But I really think you have to keep yourself out in the game, and that's your choice. You know, well, and you 
choice is a commitment. Right. And I think it comes back to really living and being intentional and conscious about having a full life. Yes, definitely. You've got right. to make that choice and say, my intention is to put myself out there to learn new things and, you know, have this wonderful life. And, and if you do that, like I, I tell people, if you do that, your life will change for the good, for the better, for the terrific. Exactly. Exactly. I also so. Here you are, and you're like leading the way to, to really change, you know, how we look at aging. Yes. Right? Yes. And you're taking on all these new challenges. And, and it really is a leadership role because it's a huge, I think, a huge undertaking. And you're doing it so gracefully, but powerfully. So what does being a leader mean for you? Well, <clears throat> I've had, you know, a lot of experience learning along, a lot of years to learn how to be a, a real <laughs> leader. But I, I think that, to me, that when people say so, ask me about leading, the first word that comes to my mind, and a couple of years ago, I told somebody and they said, oh, no, you can't use that. But to me, the word is love. And so love is all encompassing because if you love, you know, who you are, and then you love others, then you want other people, you want to inspire other people, you want to help them grow, you want to motivate them to be all they can be. So whether you're in the, in the, uh, as a teacher, I think that was really a good place for me to learn because you have to, I had to inspire every year 26 children to, want to learn, to want to read. I had to encourage them. I had to challenge them. And those skills are really everywhere in life. Because if you're a leader, you can't say, oh, I don't know if we can do that. You have to say, well, listen, we can get this done. We're going to make a plan. We're going to do it. So it's that same, I think you have to have that enthusiasm as well, you know, that you inspire people to move ahead, to complete a project, to do more with themselves. And I think if you're a leader, you're a leader. And I, I also believe that you always have to practice at it and make sure that you do it right. Because I believe that, you know, you have to be empathetic. Now, I don't want to use have to. I just gave a whole talk. You get to be empathetic and help people with their feelings and help them, you know, realize that it's it's an emotional, life is so emotional and that's part of the package. So um, I, I don't know if I answered your question. You did. There. I think really, really well. Um, and I mean, I'm actually really moved because I totally agree with you. Not that that should surprise you, but because <laughs> we're so we're so aligned. But leadership is love, yes. right? Like it's it's really loving other people so that they can step up into who they uh, oh, yes. they are. Into their power, into their power. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that leaders have to be adaptable, uh, have that have adaptability as a characteristic, mm -hmm. because we all know every day in life we can plan our life and then, you know, the expression, we plan our life and then God laughs because it never follows through. But you have to be so adaptable that, you know, we're going to take this route or, oh, we're stopped here. Well, we can go around that. So you always want to look at and adaptable with helping people. Uh, I had a boss, my first boss in corporate. He was 10 years younger. He is 10 years younger than I am, but he was such a role model to me that I emulated him in many respects later. And excuse me, my mother had gotten ill while I was working and he came in, I told him and he said, you do what you have to do. 
and work will be okay. Mm -hmm. And so I always remember like how empathetic he was and he was so full of love and compassion about where I was. And that's key because I would do anything for him even today. And that's what I try to in, in, incorporate into all my leadership roles was that, you know, which is also a carryover from teaching. You know, you can't, you can't expect a child to learn in the room and in the class or to listen when all this other stuff is happening in their life. So I think empathy yeah. and kindness are so key that uh, and then and then I would work late for him and I can remember being in Boston my team if we had a deadline I was there with them but we stayed till whether it was 10 o'clock or whatever to get that work out the door and and I never had to ask them right so I think if you're a leader you enroll people in your vision or in what you think is the right things to get done and and it's not like you you don't have to even ask and or Sometimes I had, I saw one person, they were like, please say begging others, but it, it just because they want to be there and do it. And I think that's a really important sign for a leader. I think that's amazing. Yeah, I love that. But well, because it's a give and take, right? Yes, definitely, definitely. You, you know, if you're, you know, if you, you know, if you love somebody, whether they love you or not, there's going to be some positive. The reciprocity is always there. And, and it's not like you say, Oh, I'm going to do this. And then they're going to do this. But when you exude love and kindness, it just comes back to you in life in general, I believe that's my yeah. philosophy. Well, I think it's a great one to have for somebody who is now starting to think about like, how do I lead differently in my life as I'm aging? What, what couple of tips or advice would you give them? A couple tips. Well, I think that you, ha you really have to maintain a po that positive mindset. And maybe some things you might want to do or look at, what, what have you always wanted to do that you haven't done? Yeah. Right? If, if, you're, if you're retired or stopped working at the job you had for 20 years or 30 years or, or you know, 35, you say, oh, I always wanted to go abroad and travel and write travel articles. Well, you know what? Look into that. Sometimes you can do some volunteer work also traveling and, and learn about different things that are out there. I think you really want to put yourself in the exploration mode and figure out what it is i know when i left corporate i knew i always liked helping people and people would come to me and if they were working for somebody else they would say i'm going to go in there and i'm going to tell them this and i'm like okay let's take a step back and let's breathe and always stick to the facts so i knew that i liked helping people and that's why i went initially into coaching and now uh, you know into renegadeism against aging yeah. because the older i get the more i am confronted in in some fashion by people who either you know or roll their if you you know if you forget something when you're younger nobody says oh you had a junior moment what's going on with you but when you get older <laughs> And you forget something, they go like, oh, senior moment. Or or they sit there and they roll their eyes, you know? So I'm like, I'm on, I, you know I'm on my campaign against ageism. I'm like, stop it. We're yeah. the 
workers. We we do the job. We don't complain in general. You know. Well, it it devalues your wisdom. Like you have, it devalues oh. your wisdom. Like you have an experience because you've lived for seventy three years that I don't have, or that somebody who's twenty three doesn't have. Right. Right. So. And, and I don't think as a culture and a society, we appreciate that. No, no. And I, I think we, we all have to work at doing that. And, yeah. and I believe, just like they say, you know, co corporations today who have more women are, are more productive, have a, are getting a better bottom line. And I think that it's also with older women, older people, you know, we, we bring another diversity, another uh, another side, you know, we contribute to the diversity of any company right. or any group of people that we're with just because we're coming from a totally different perspective. And, you know, we, we to me, I think sometimes I, I want to take a step back because I want to say to somebody, oh, no, 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 that's not going to, that's not going to work, you know. But I, I kind of fall back on my dad who used to say, I say, dad, what do you think about this? And he would say, well, I know what I think you should do, but you have to be, make sure you want my advice. If you want my advice, I'll give it to you. But you're over 21, so you make your own decisions. So now part of me likes to say to younger people, I can give you some insight here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't want it, I'm not going to like push it on you. you right. Know? right. Well, and people have to be open. So I think that's a great way to kind of have that conversation and get them to think about, do they actually want it? Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll do it, but you know, not before. <laughs> So, you know, business requires a lot of measuring, right? Like you're measuring, you know, your sales and your revenue and, you know, time in, et cetera. How, and I, I don't think we measure leadership really well. So how would you measure leadership, not only in your business life, but personal life so that you know that you're kind of living up to the standard or the goals that you've set? But I think it all comes down to results. The results, that, that's a, 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 uh, a tangible kind of measurement. Right. So if you set goals in business, you know, which you do for whether it's marketing or for sales, and you, you set your intention to reach this goal and this by this amount of time and for this amount of money and how many sales you're gonna bring in, that's that's very concrete and tangible. And I think personally we also because I believe we should set goals for ourselves. So I can set goals about, I, I want to increase my, my, uh, my running time, or I want to you know, get my energy up to a higher level, or be able to uh, increase my reps, or uh, in increase my social life. Right. That's that's something that I've been keeping more and more in mind because, you know, I moved to Wilmington. I left all my friends there. But you can see that I've met wonderful people like yes. you. And, and so that's key. So I think that you have to not have to. You get the opportunity to set different goals for yourself as you get older. And then you want to check the results. Right. And it's you really like Go ahead. if I'm hearing you correctly, it's really more of a process of like setting some setting some goals of what you want to experience and then and moving towards them and then kind of reflecting and, and gaining clarity about what it is that you want in each each moment and each month. Right. Right. And am I am I accomplishing what I wanted to, or like with the clarity you, you've attained, you know, do I want to go in a little bit a different direction? Do I want to try something new? But always it's like, you know, it's set the next step and did you reach that or 
if you did great and, and you want to keep that way, or if you didn't, then look what, what needs, what you should change. I love that. I love yeah. that. Awesome. Um, let's talk about, I want to circle back too, because like you had that moment where, you know, where you left corporate and you're kind of like the what's next. And I think that was really a catalyst for you. And like, I'm going to be a renegade. So can you share your story there? Cause I think it's really important for people to hear. Well, uh, you know, as I said, I was in corporate for 20 years and, and I was president of a $20 million company and then all kinds of stuff happened. He sold the business. I tried something else a little bit and then I was not working. And, you know, there, to me, I think there are two kinds of people in the world, those who love to work and those who can't wait to be done with working. Well, that was my, I loved working. I loved being with people and accomplishing goals. And so I was in a, I'm like, oh my gosh, I got up in the morning and I wasn't going to work. So it was a little shock. All right. It was a big shock. And I, <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to do. And I thought maybe, well, I'll, maybe I'll do a little part-time teaching. Maybe I'll do a part-time writing and editing. And, you know, nothing seemed to work for me. But it was scary. You know, you could, I was like, I was like a, 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 a fish out of water because I didn't know what to do or, you know, and I, I read a lot. Well, you know, I like to read anyway, my book reading but and then all of a sudden I, I said well maybe I'll as I said before I knew I liked helping people and people would listen to me and take my advice and I said well I'll check it out so I went and took the coaching course got certified by the International Coaching Federation and then that I took that route but I tried a women's life coach and then uh, somebody said oh well you've changed careers so I was oh I'm a career transition expert I can help people with that and then somebody said well you should do you ran a business you should be a business coach so you can see it doesn't like happen overnight you know there's no overnight success it's because you're you're trying and different things and then all of a sudden I I just was talking and and people somebody uh, offered me a seat on the tee in Boston and I came home and looked in the mirror and said well, maybe I maybe I am getting older why did she ask me if I wanted a seat and so then I kept seeing these different you know or hearing these different things about well you're older and this and that and you can't do this you can't do that and so all of a sudden I was like and I can't remember where renegade came from or how I hit upon it but it just lit me up and I know that that's my purpose in life now be a renegade and get everybody out there with me to be a renegade and yeah. and to fight ageism because it's it's not helping anybody right and i i love your journey because it's it's crooked like, <laughs> very crooked again sometimes it went down a little bit yeah but that's life like nobody's is just up and up and up and up like it's you know it's windy and and i mean you know my background is, is crooked as well and and i love it because it all circles back into where you know i'm at now and how i get to serve people yes Yes, and all that experience, you know, when somebody says, oh, I lost my job, and I'm like, oh, yeah, well, they downsized. I was disor I was, uh, well, they say reorganized. I say I was disorganized because I was, I was out the door because they reshuffled everything. But so all that happened. When so people talk about that, I'm like, yeah, well, that's, like you said, it's life. It's something happens. You're, you're right. Nobody stays on the top all the time. You always have these little 
glitches. You know, even Steve Jobs had his glitches. Everybody, you know, he was let go, he was this, he was that. So we all, and, and I think people, that's part of the mindset too, to remember, okay, so I'm here now, gonna go back up, yeah, probably go down a little bit and then go, it's yeah. just, it's just what it is, you know, so, but it's great. It's all good. And to play with it. Right? To play with it and know that in the moment, that is, is making you stronger for the next thing in your life. That's preparing you for the next point in your life. That's so awesome. So yeah. what, you, I'm curious, what made you decide, like once you weren't working full-time in corporate anymore, to, instead of going and looking for another job, um, oh. what made you decide to go? I was done. I was done. <laughs> it was like after, I think 20, 20 years is my marker, I've decided. Because after 20 years of teaching, I was done. And then I took a year, this is a, a funny story, I don't know if I ever told you this one, that I, when I left teaching, I took a leave of absence and then I was afraid to leave. You know, you have a great, I had great benefits where I was. I had good benefits there, but not as good. And so, because if I had worked 25 years, I would have had medical for life. But, uh, so then I took a second year's leave of absence and worked a second year. And then uh, I tried for a third year and the superintendent said, either you come back or that's it. I'm like, okay. So I talked to my boss. They made me yeah, I just kept trying. And uh, I, I talked to my boss and they came back and, and made me an offer that was, was good. And so I took it. The day, across my heart, the day after I get this letter in the mail, from a student that I taught in the fourth grade who was, I think, I forget, sophomore or junior in high school. And I still have it. And she says, I cannot believe that you are thinking about leaving teaching. You know, I, there are people, younger people who need to have you as a teacher. And she was talking about, and she had two younger sisters. She said, what about my sisters? They kept, my mom kept saying that you were going to be their teacher. And I just think that you're being inconsiderate. And you know, I love you, but I, I don't think you're seeing the whole picture. It was beautifully written, two sides of a, of a sheet of paper. I mean, I'm reading it. Yeah crying because I made this decision. So I said, well, I'm going to go in and show it to my boss and see what he says, thinking he might say, oh, do you want to rethink this? So I showed it to him and he says, phew, glad you got that the day after you decided. So there was no going back. <laughs> anyway, well, I couldn't go back because, um, you know, I, I left, I gave, gave my resignation into teaching, but it was like, Probably if she had sent that to me earlier, my life would be on a different trajectory. But I believe things happen the way they're supposed to happen, you know. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, and you, I mean, you'd spent 20 years of your life giving and serving that way. So, yeah. yeah. And there was like a missing after that. I started doing a lot more volunteer work because that what you really give so much of yourself with that. And then the same. So I, but I was done with teaching. And then even with the, the men in the corporate, I'm like, no, I, I, I didn't even try to look for another. I was like done, you know, 20 okay. years <laughs> finished. But I knew there would be something. I knew I could not not do something else. Was that right? Yeah. I couldn't. I had to do. I had to do something else. Yeah. Where I was. Well, and I think that's what's so important. Was you know you didn't just decide to retire. No. Right? You were like, well, what's next? What am I yeah. going to do next? Like, I'm not done. And I think that's what I love about your story is that. You know, a lot of people would have been like, oh, well, let me just, you know, yeah. 
like take a part-time job or, uh, you know, I'll retire or whatever. And you were so vibrant and embracing your life that it's like, all right, well, I'm going to kick it up a notch now. Kick it up a notch. I like that. I'm going to do something different. Be a renegade. Kick it up a notch. Yeah. No matter what your age, really. What's that? I said, no matter what your age is, kick it up. You kick it up all the time. You kick it up a notch. Yeah. My, my general goal is to live in like the uncomfort zone. Yes. That's where, you know, you're growing. So I, I consciously looking for how I can do that. Yes. And you always kick it up a notch because you're a renegade. Yes. Visionary. <laughs> As you are. So Patty, this has been so awesome. And I love everything that you've shared because I know the world really needs to hear this and really start thinking about you know, how they can open their mindset and, and really make sure that they're living intentionally and, and playing with life as they age. So I, I, you know, thank you so much for coming on. I'm really excited. Share with everybody how they can um, get in touch with you. And we'll definitely have all the links in the show notes too. So you can check out my website. It's kind of been pro a little in change in flux, you know, but it's still Patty at Patty Ridlin and they'll, they'll spell it P-A-T-T-I-E at Patty okay. Ridlin. And you can email me at, wait for it, very original, Patty at PattyRidlin.com. <laughs> Simple though. Simple. So everything is Patty Ridlin, Patty at PattyRidlin.com. And if you go the uh, post, I have a Google number, but I'll also give my uh, cell number, which is my business okay. number, so people can call there. I don't know if I should say it now or you'll just post it. Well, let's put it on the, we'll put it in the show notes. Okay. And then you also do a Facebook Live at 9 a.m., Monday through Friday. Yes, Monday. So connect with Patty um, via Facebook. You can hear more about what she's talking about and yes. uh, give some really great content out. Yeah, it's short. It's less than, it's, I try and keep it around six minutes, seven minutes top. So, you know, hop on um, Monday through Friday. Little tidbits about, you know, staying out there and getting things done. Today I talked about women and their money because we all have to make our own money. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Hop on. And I am uh, probably, and then I'll let people know because I am looking to go onto Google and, and put post these on Google. I mean, on YouTube as well. So, be, awesome. yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And everybody, um, tune in next week. We'll be back with another amazing Tribe of Leader guest. And again, Patty, thank you so much. Have you ever thought about those times when if you had just known that one thing, it would have saved you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars, or maybe days, weeks, or even months of your time? I've created the Tribe of Leaders membership community for exactly that reason, to give you the tools, the resources, and the support to make growing your business a snap. As a member, you'll have access to video training, live monthly training and masterminds, and special co-working days that will help you run your business like the CEO that you are. You can get all the details at thetribeofleaders.com. See you there.